Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Semeraro, former corporate PR girl and digital communication specialist, now hospitality speaker and trainer on a mission to help travel companies and tourism organizations to restore travel confidence. Truth Behind Travel Podcast is a weekly interview series in conversation with tourism industry leaders and travel professionals about what goes on in the industry today, how do we embark on the journey to travel recovery, and restore confidence in travel. Whether you are a hospitality professional or a passionate traveler looking for a podcast that gives you more than just wanderlust, my tourism industry guests from all around the world will walk you through the journey to travel recovery of their countries and share their priceless insights on the destinations they live and work in. True Behind Travel brings you the key facts to help you travel once again, better, easier, and smarter. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite app and don't forget to subscribe. On today's episode, we are in Mauritius, where I'm pleased to chat with the Regional General Manager at Lux Resorts and Hotels Mauritius, Mr. Ashish Modak. Ashish and I met when we were both working in the Maldives about 10 years ago. And since then, working passionately and tirelessly, Ashish has really become a leading personality in hospitality across the Indian Ocean. Today, he tells us more about what has been done at his resorts in Mauritius to restore travel confidence. Welcome back to the program. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing the regional managers for Lux Resorts and Hotels in Mauritius in charge of three properties, Ashish Modak. Welcome. Thank you so much, Dolores. Good afternoon to you. How is life in Mauritius these days? It's, it's a completely different time period for all of us working in the hotel industry right now. It was March 2020 when the disaster struck the island. And since then, unfortunately, uh, the lockdown was announced here on the island. We had to close down all our hotels. Since the last couple of months now, as the Lux Collective, we have three of our hotels operating. And one of them happens to be uh, a hotel which I oversee, the Lux Grongo. Uh, Of course, with the borders being still closed, our primary clientele is the local Mauritian population. It's a very special time <laughs> to work in the hotel mm-hmm. industry at the moment, in the travel industry as a whole. So you said that you have some of your properties in operations. In this case, is the, the one that you oversee is the Lux Grand Gobe. And you're open to domestic tourism. In fact, as Lux, one of the things that we've done over the last nine, ten years is really uh, open the doors to the local business. Uh, unfortunately, that was not the case with many other hotels and uh, and in the times before. But as Lux, we decided to uh, give the local business, the, the Mauritian business, a big thrust. The Mauritian citizens, the Mauritian residents are very well aware of what Lux stands for. And uh, Lux Grongo, for example, since we've opened in August, uh, we, we are doing touch wood, but we are doing very well. And the resort's operations had to adjust to a new normal. How's that look like? It's, I would would just not call it a new normal, to be very honest. I think it's way beyond it. The last few months have taught us, I think all of us working with the hotel industry or the travel industry at large, is the importance of taking a pause, reflecting, 
and then resetting ourselves. And I think this is what the future entails. How well do we learn from what the things were before? We reflect upon them. And then what do we do going forward um, in, in the future? It's almost like a new start. Fortunately for us as Lux, it's been an amazing journey. Uh, this time has allowed us, I think, across the company, but I can talk for myself for sure, uh, has allowed me time to, to reflect on what we've done really well, what we could have done better. And therefore, when, when resetting the future, what else we could do? Lux Belmar, just as an example, has grown or has gone strength to strength over the last few years. This year, uh, this hotel has been listed or ranked amongst the top 25 hotels in the world by Traveler's Choice and also as one amongst the top 25 luxury hotels in the world. It's a matter of great achievement for us because I, for one, believe that hotels is not about chandeliers and fancy buildings and, and the hardware. It is all about the people, especially in the times to come when, when the business starts picking up, when travelers start coming back to these beautiful destinations here in the Indian Ocean. I think the one thing that will make a big difference is the genuineness and the simplicity that people working in these hotels bring forth. In the last few months, if you ask me, uh, we've, we've developed these key aspects. Of course, like everyone talks, hygiene is going to be extremely important in the days to come. Of course, uh, a focus on, on standards and the genuineness of service is going to be important. But I almost believe that what we ought to do and something that we've been working with our teams at Lux is bringing what was the oblivious and turning that into obvious. Typically, cleaning of rooms, cleaning of public areas uh, was something that was happening behind the scenes, that was happening uh, invisibly. I think in the days to come, and especially in the very near future, what we as hotels, and that's something that we are focusing on, is to almost turn this experience into a theater. Not farcical, not fake, but genuine cleanliness standards which the guests can, can feel, can see, and can see the team in action when they're doing that. So that's, that's something that we've worked on. And of course, uh, well-being and wellness as a whole concept, I think, is uh, what people need in the, in the days to come. The focus on overall well-being, the focus on genuine care uh, needs to be something that we all need to work towards. And that's what we've been busy at at Lux uh, over the last couple of months. Can you give me some sure. examples on well-being and wellness implemented at the property level? More and more people today are looking for experiential holidays. So what we've done, keeping in line with the well-being and wellness, uh, we've developed experiences around these. Let me, let me just uh, top of my mind two examples from Lux Belmar that I can share with you. The first is uh, we've launched and developed a beautiful farm very close to the hotel. We call it the aubergine farm. As a guest, you can walk to the farm literally in three or four minutes from the hotel. So it's very convenient to get to the farm. Now, what do you see at the farm and what do you do and how does it relate with the well-being or wellness aspect? 
what we've done at the farm is we've developed uh, i can't yet call it organic while we are not using any chemicals and fertilizers and insecticides there but of course there's a time period that needs to lapse but you could almost call it bio uh, it's all insecticide free traditional farming in one part of the farm uh, you could see typical vegetation that is grown on the east coast of mauritius where this hotel sits things that typically grow uh, in this surroundings with with the soil nature that we have with the wind that we uh, get from time to time uh, there are things that grow really well so we've planted them and we invite guests to be a part of not just visiting but planting spending time seeing how these plants grow how the fruits are born by all these different plants and herbs and uh, shrubs and bushes that we have and also harvest these from time to time i think it's important to go back to the roots in in times like today and this organic farming uh, really allows our guests an opportunity to do that what is really amazing here is a you spend 4 4 and 1/2 hours as a guest with your family uh, doing the different things so you, you get to see the traditional way of farming you get to see the modern day of uh, farming style and then the chef picks up all the greens and the vegetables that are that are harvested on the day and serves you a meal at the farm you're not just seeing you're being a part of the experience uh, you're you're going back to the roots and being in this beautiful surroundings here in mauritius i think what better as well being than than that it's it's quite um tricky at this given point in operations in hotels and resorts to ensure a contactless experience that helps the guests and the staff uh to maintain that distance that is needed for both of them how are you implementing contactless experiences at the hotels well that's that's a great question uh yeah i think the mantra for today's times is really going contactless uh, going digital where possible and taking that technology aspect to the to the uh, last last possible degree at at lux we've got our own set of what we call the post covid standards that we've implemented uh, whereby right from uh, registering uh, or or doing the registration formalities not just online but even pre arrival using our lux app to uh, doing ordering of your meals at the restaurants through qr codes that you can download and and use for ordering to settlement through the modern uh, modern day digital means we we've, we've focused a lot on using the technology available uh, to the best degree possible there's a challenge in uh... uh within the industry and some obviously opinions going around about uh whether we are increasing screen time in like forcing it onto our guest because of the use of the technology and the ultimate idea of going contactless what do you think about that i think it's a very valid point it is indeed a concern especially when to forget your daily chores and your pressures and and what not that you do in your daily life you're coming all the way to a place like the indian ocean uh, to a beautiful destination like the Mar- like the maldives or seychelles or mauritius here uh, the last thing you want to do is be a slave of 
uh, of technology or or be on your mobile phone or uh, or keep looking at apps and stuff like that day in and day out what we are trying to do therefore is try and strike that, that balance like i mentioned a couple of minutes ago uh, we know our strength is our people so what we are trying to do and i, I again it's it's the time will tell if if we are taking it forward in the right manner but we are trying to get in that balance between using technology and being with the people around you i personally am a firm believer that technology can do a lot but like it said the robots cannot replace human beings and human minds and what we are working on for example is getting our team members ready in terms of not just their uh, what you call the personal protection equipment and and hygiene standards and and the routine that they need to follow visibly hygiene that's an essential and integral part of the training that we are imparting but also trying to understand that what really will make a difference is that ingenuity that simplicity and that focus on on genuineness and care this challenge of being in front of a screen will remain and will remain in the near future but how we envelop the things around that particular aspect is what will make the difference and that's what i think uh, our people will be delivering when we reopen it's quite a challenge to communicate around the safety standards the new measures that you've put in place that you've been implementing at the resort to ensure that your returning guests and your new guests are aware and are informed of what is ahead for them what does what does the new holiday look like how does it feel what do they have to worry about what do they not have to worry about and the challenge nowadays lies in the communication when we communicate about tropical beaches and palm trees and coconuts and sunsets the perfect postcard works itself works its magic but when we have to communicate about hygiene mask gloves uh, don't touch this don't go there um uh, this will be done for you um here you have to be connected scan this code you will agree with me that there's a challenge in in remaining appealing when it comes to key message what do you think is the key message that should be communicated today to restore that travel confidence without compromising the dream of a of a tropical holiday i think uh, what is what is really the need of the hour is complete transparency and complete flexibility i think this to me would be a key message uh, through our actions that we deliver to all our uh, returning guests new guests and so on now what we've done as lux is over the last 5 6 months we've been in close contact with all our uh, returning guests for the first 3 3 and a half 4 months myself uh, our general managers of different hotels in lux uh, the key heads of departments uh, all reached out to the guests that we've been in contact with for over the years hotel business as we all know is about building those genuine bonds genuine relationships and we are fortunate that we've had a very high percentage of returning guests year on year to all our properties we reached out to them 
we asked them about their well-being, about their safety. This was the time, March, April, May, as, as you may recollect, in Europe, everyone was very scared about what was happening. The number of cases were growing rapidly. Unfortunately, in some countries, more than the other, uh, the death toll was high. Um, and we reached out and we were in regular touch with a lot of our guests. And that means a lot. Uh, the, the kind of replies that came in, the emails, the WhatsApp messages, uh, using uh, different social media platforms, we, we made it a point to be in personal contact with all our guests. Since end of July, August, what we've done now a couple of times is we've also showcased to all our guests uh, what we are going what we are doing and what we are going to do in the days to come. So one is, of course, showcasing all the hygiene standards and, and talking about it in a way that is, that is real, that is transparent. Why we are doing it, how we are going to do it, and how it will not create discomfort for them. Quite a few resorts within Lux, we've used this opportunity to also upgrade our products um, to resolve long-standing issues what we've done is all those issues in all our hotels have, have been resolved in the last few months. That as well has been communicated to the guests. And then we've, as Lux, launched an amazing concept called the collectibles. Now, collectibles are experiences, like I mentioned the farm a minute ago, that appeal to uh, not just the luxury element of travel, but to the well-being and care element that, that comes to the forefront today. So that's been communicated to all our guests. For all new guests and people out there uh, who are equally important, what we've also done is we've done virtual sessions using the different social media platforms. It could be a Facebook Live, it could be through Instagram and so on and so forth, uh, showcasing the different aspects in the resort, all the time uh, highlighting the, the safety, the comfort, the well-being aspects that we are doing. So to me, that's, that's going to be the key message that we need to uh, keep going ahead with. Which initiatives that you just mentioned proved to be the most successful? Vis-a-vis -vis the returning guests, that first contact in March and April, when we reached out to the guests, telling uh, or asking them about their well-being, telling them about what was happening. Many call, call our hotels their second homes. Uh, and the fact that we reached out to them, we, we asked them about their well-being and shared what was happening here in Mauritius and, and at the hotel meant a lot. I'm very, very certain. Uh, like us, uh, to us, it was very rewarding psychologically to, to reach out to these people and, and be in touch with them. To them as well, I think it was a very rewarding experience. This is perhaps one of the most beautiful methods that I've heard in, you know, within the industry over the last few weeks about establishing or re-establishing that authentic connection with your returning customers, your returning guests, or, you know, putting yourself forward to show that transparency of messages of message with new potential guests and new potential travelers. What are the challenges for the industry, in your opinion, in Mauritius? Obviously, looking at it from the, from the destination perspective and the hotels here in Mauritius, we all know uh, with, with a population base of 1.3, 1.4 million people, uh, it's never going to be enough to support, 
tourism, which which constitutes almost 25% of the, the island's economy. The local business alone is not going to be sufficient to support the whole tourism sector on the island. So that's the first and the biggest challenge that we have. The thing that possibly worries a few people on the island is uh, what if there is a COVID case again on the island? Because the island's been very safe and secure for a good four months now without no new case in the community. So that is something that worries or bothers a few people. Cases may come, cases may have to be uh, kind of spotted and recovered from immediately, yeah. but that should not be a, a barrier for for not getting back tourism to the island. That's the mm-hmm. bread and butter for many people on the island, and that's going to be critically important. If all of us in the hotel trade uh, maintain our standards and take care, take genuine care of hygiene and sanitation, I think that challenge uh, may not arise at all. So that's that's going to be important. The other challenge I think uh, that that we all have going forward is everywhere in in the tourism industry around the world and more importantly in the Indian Ocean, the last few years were fabulous. Talking financial numbers, I mean, I I was joking with someone the other day when in any of our hotels, we went down to 80% occupancy. We said, oh, it's low occupancy times. Going forward, we will need to reset our thinking We'll need to win over the confidence of all our stakeholders, uh, be it the owners, be it our team members, be it uh, the suppliers, everyone down the supply chain and the value chain at large. I think we will need to win over the confidence of everyone. Uh, Look at possibly uh, what has been around for a few years now, the concept of triple bottom line. So you're looking at the society, you're looking at the environment, and you're looking at your, of course, finances. And I think the one good thing that is possibly, and, and I hate saying this, but that's that's come out, is we are going to start with a zero base. So uh, it's a good time for us to redefine what is good and what is bad on all aspects. And that's something that we all need to work on. So what do you think should be the, the priority for the industry today, for the travel industry? Well, as a strategy, if you ask me what ought to be... Uh, the core the core part of the strategy i think i would i would possibly look at it as a uh, as something which is based on five pillars uh, there ought to be we discussed this before there ought to be complete transparency and flexibility in in what the hotels do as an industry as a large there's got to be authenticity and and integrity in everything that we do going forward the focus on hygiene, it's got to be hygiene, hygiene, and hygiene all the way. That that ought to be uh, a part of, of actually doing it and then communicating that come what may in the days to come. Well-being and wellness uh, ought to be a critical element of all the all the hotel operations, all, all the hotel communications that we do. And lastly, genuine care. So I think... Many of us uh, believe in this and all the five things that I mentioned. What will be important is how do we maintain the equilibrium and the cohesion of all these five things? How do we ensure that it's consistently done and it's done continually? And that's where I think 
would be the key messaging uh, that we do as as a part of our strategy going forward. If you were to give a word of advice to a general manager that gets on the job over this very critical time, what would you say? Well, I mean, I think I'm I'm still learning to give anyone any advice, but uh, uh, but a suggestion, a thought for for a young general manager who's who's stepping into those shoes in these difficult times would be first be yourself, be simple. I think the one mistake that a lot of people do is try and be something which they are not, just to try and do or showcase or present themselves as someone different. And that's where the mistakes start happening. I'm a firm believer that our conscience tells us this is right, this is wrong. And you ought to follow that as as step one. Second, like I mentioned, uh, the way forward for hotels is really it's time to look at the triple bottom line. Go beyond the conventional uh, focus on net profits, EBITDA, and so on and so forth, to uh, how can we really incorporate elements of what are we doing for our society? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the environment at large? It's a great opportunity for, uh, for setting the new paradigm, for setting a new direction going forward. So, yeah, that would be my thinking. How many years in the industry for you already? And counting. <laughs> Uh, well, this year I completed 25 years in the industry of uh, full-time employment. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a wonderful story. It's been a great journey for me. If you would have to leave us with a welcome message to to your to your returning guests, or probably or the new ones, and to Mauritius, what would you say? Mauritius remains as one of the most beautiful destinations in the world. The the stunning beaches that we have on the island, uh, the amazing people and the smile of the Mauritian people. And and believe you me, because I've been fortunate, I've worked or have had small, short, long stints in in practically all continents of the world. Uh, And I can tell you the Mauritian people, the smile of our people and their readiness to, to make you feel truly wonderful is unparalleled. Uh, so come out to an island like Mauritius. Uh, for the people who are coming back to the island, you know how beautiful it is. For people who have thought of coming to Mauritius but have never made it as yet, uh, it can't be a better time than days to come when uh, all, all of us here on the island of Mauritius would only be too eager to showcase to you what a true beach holiday means. So... Yeah, we are ready and all of us on the island are waiting for getting our guests back in the, in the near future. Ashish, thank you very much for being on the program today and good luck. Thank you so much, Doris. It was wonderful talking to you. I hope you enjoyed episode three of Truth Behind Travel podcast on travel recovery. Today with the regional general manager at Lux Resorts and Hotels, Mauritius, Mr. Ashish Modak. To know more about Lux Resorts and Hotels and the collectible experiences, head over to the website www.luxresorts.com. Are you enjoying the podcast so far? Is there a particular topic that you wish to learn more about? Get in touch. 
find me on Facebook at Truth Behind Travel Podcast or on Instagram at Truth Behind Travel Podcast. And if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe and set the automatic download on. You will find a new episode every Thursday. And if you really want to make me happy, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or on Google Podcasts. Thank you and bye for now.